The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. So now that uh, you're getting this this notoriety for it, is it going to your head? Are you like looking down on anybody else that's you know not? My head already big as shit. I was gonna say at this point. Honestly, I'm already on on (laughs) Kickstarter. Like, yeah, your shit ain't gonna make it. Oh damn! You're just talking shit to other Kickstarters. Nah, that's gonna fail. Is there a group of you? Nah, nah, it's just me sitting in there. I got like a high chair at home. (laughs) <laughs> with like you know arms on it and stuff, and I just be sitting up there like, <laughs> no, that's not going to work. Uh, the thing I just want to know is, is there going to be a general prang in it? I mean, that's that's the key. You know, you got to have a got to. You know, it, it will be, it will be another, it, it will be another shuttle named Prang, and it'll be a really short shuttle. Oh, damn yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler. Not here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for finding us wherever and however you did. We really do appreciate it. Live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet where po- weather, wherever podcasts can be found, if I can speak anymore. All right. So uh, I'm going to tell you a little something about Sarah here in a minute. Uh, some shocking information, shocking truths about some of what she's been up to, but I'll, I'll take a look at what some of the speculation has been. However, before we get to that, uh, let's announce our very special, special guest today. It is Keelan King. Hi, white people. <laughs> How y'all doing? I know, Keelan. <laughs> so, Keelan, where do you go for your white people news? Uh, Funemploymentradio.com <laughs> live chat. chat. Yeah, you know, man. You know, we have more... Okay, I'm ready. Nah, to say man, that's the hot button. Like that's why you know you want to go. You want you want the pulse of white America. Hit that chat room right there. <laughs> no, boy. I don't think we want that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we want that kind of six ninety nine a month, eighty dollars a year. Find out what white folks think. <laughs> I like the first half. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's your new bumper right there. No, that's not going to be fun. Employment radio. Find out what white folks think. <laughs> no, no. Hey, that cannot be. Yo, it. that was clean. You got to use it now. <laughs> no. The, yo, actually, you know what? I'll just go over your head. I'm going to call Sarah, <laughs> and the next week it'll be the bumper, right? We'll see if Sarah ever shows back up. <laughs> I so, know. Y'all like that early start time? Like, y'all, y'all actually getting a show? Like, when you plan to get a show, right when you sat down with your sandwich, I got y'all covered. <laughs> There's no bathroom breaks. Uh, so <laughs> Nobody has to pee. <laughs> so we're going to get into what everything we are talking about there at the beginning and what Keelan has been up to. Uh, before we do that, though, I do have some news on Sarah X. Dillon. And I wanted to just take a look because, you know, she's been missing some shows uh, she's been tardy. She's been absent. She's, Don't worry. She's still white. Our, our HR department <laughs> severely reprimanded her for that, uh, for not going through the proper channels. Uh, but seriously, she's been she's been up to something, and I'm going to announce what it is here on the show. I asked her if I could. Oh, um, I, I was going to say, man, you getting all hyped about announcing this, and I'm like, somebody about to get their ass kicked because they're about <laughs> to break some – breaking – she gonna be like Greg. I specifically asked. Okay, all right. Uh, however, hey, Sarah, if he did not, if he lying to me right now, you got a record right here on the show. <laughs> I asked the question. There it is. All right. Some of the speculation about what she's been up to because we asked that on the show yesterday, and uh, I'm seeing some of the comments. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> we've got Kevin says ir- irregular attendance, gambling. Is Sarah on the drugs? A good question. No, I don't. Not to not to my knowledge. That's not it. But a good guess. Um, Quinn says, probably sick like I am. It's a bad year. She's not, she has not been sick, at least not physically. Uh, mentally, I cannot, I cannot answer to that. Uh, Tim says, working with Rick and Kenny B. Behind my back? Is that what you're implying, Tim? Whoa. Behind my back, she's been working with, with Rick Emerson and Kenny B. I don't think so, only because Kenny B would be really hard to track down. I haven't seen Kenny B in 
months. Months. Like, wow. I, even if I text him, it'll take him like a week to get back to me. You know how long it's been since I've seen Kenny B? How long? When you said Kenny B, I was like, are we sure it's Kenny B? Like, did I, <laughs> is that the right name? Do I remember that Kenny correctly? Kenny D, Kenny C. <laughs> yeah, Kenny Ken, is. Kenny G. No, the real one. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Kenny, I believe, Where just works all the time. Like, he works at a. He works at a job in the marijuana industry. Um, the last that I heard, although he may not be doing that anymore, like farming. Um, but I don't know exactly. Quote unquote farming. Probably not supposed to say that either. But, uh, well. <laughs> yeah. Do I? Uh, let's see. Kelly says she found the infamous Mount St. Helens bat squatch, didn't she? If she did and didn't, well, if she did, you know, she would have shot it because she's admitted that, that she would shoot a Sasquatch on site. Oh, yeah. She is pretty violent. Yeah, super violent. I mean, if that's the thing. If anybody ever wonders, like, who is the more violent one on this show? I mean, I don't think that should really be the question. It's clearly Sarah. I'm pretty sure that she's the only one out of the two of you that has ever hit me. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I mean, you you don't want to piss her off. Yeah, she's unhinged. How many, yeah, it's I wild. mean, I should get a, a super cut together of all the times that she's threatened to stab me on this show. I mean, it's all there. I mean, well, how long is that going to be? I mean, cause you, is that like a best of where it's actually going to be like an hour and a half? It's just an hour of her. Like, <laughs> I'm going to stab you. I'm going to come over there and stab you. I'm going to stab you. For an, a straight hour. Yeah. Yeah. That would probably, there's probably enough to fill that, I would say. Um, oh, murder spasm remix. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, other speculation. Uh, Vicky said, is she going to become a flight attendant? That would be hilarious because she's so scared of flying. That she would be the worst. And she has no tolerance for people's bullshit. No, no tolerance. She has zero tolerance, and she's terrified of flying. Yeah. And then she's going to get get on there. That would be so great. Like trying to comfort people, like, just sit down. Just sit down. Here. Here's more alcohol. Shut up. (laughs) Vodka is, like, mandatory when you get on the Uh, plane. Ma'am, he's eight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he needs to quiet down. Maybe I would like her as a flight attendant. (laughs) Pipe down. That could actually work out pretty well. Oh, God. Uh, Dwayne is asking, uh, is she trapped in her apartment by all the cats she acquired over this last weekend? I don't believe she acquired any cats, but that is part of my theory that eventually she's going to become a cat lady. I mean, I think think it's going to happen. There's going to be a breaking point. I don't know what it is. Has anyone? See, I think she's hiding it. Oh. I'm guessing there's a good bet that she's training for a hot dog eating contest. Now, I have told her she would do well in that. And and <laughs> we're only getting away with all of this just because she's not here. Oh, no, I know. I mean, <laughs> she, hey, you think I'm not going to come? Hey, I, oh, yeah. I take these shots when you get them. Oh, absolutely. This is when we have to. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, she would She would do well in a hot dog eating contest only because she loves hot dogs. And that's the one where is she's going to Is that the only reason? Me. Oh, me, me saying that right there, that's the way I'm going to get stabbed. Is that yeah? No, if I right if there. I continue with this hot dog eating contest thing, I then I will probably wind up on the stabbed list. She's gonna eventually. be digging two two holes. Yeah, man. I mean that's what's gonna be happening if you continue on digging two holes. The Sarah <laughs> X Dillon story. I got two holes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh god! Can when can we do her uh, gangster rap EP? <laughs> oh yes, I think oh, that needs god. to happen. Yeah, I got two holes, motherfuckers in the studio. Talking shit, but they don't know me though. She could do it. You you know what? <laughs> she could do it. It would be right up there with her stand up career. She could do it, and then everybody be like, "Sarah, do more of this." Yeah, do some more. Um, let's see. Trap multiple people are speculating because she won so well in the 
Final point right at a tournament of champions that she's cashing in on her money from that. I don't think she she didn't place a bet on herself. Yeah, didn't you owe her like a hundred dollars? I that? don't owe her anything. I feel like you. I feel like I remember you owing her a hundred dollars. No, I don't. I did not place place a bet. Look, man, you're a white man in America. I know you have a hundred dollars. <laughs> like, you, oh yes, you need to go ahead and uh, fork over that cash for your loss. I think loss, you've man. known me long enough. I'm rolling in the dough. <laughs> My podcast Lamborghinis outside. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> well, so so a lot of speculation, but I do think I can say because she posted on her own personal account, and I'll I'm not going to give the full story because I'll leave that for her. Okay, that's uh, fair. on Monday. Um, but Sarah has been studying for something and taking some tests in accordance with that for um, for basically a new side career that she's been wanting to do for a while, and there's a great opportunity where she's going to be joining. Uh, an already established group. Oh, uh, so she's going to be painting naked, naked grandparents? What's that? What? Painting naked grandparents? Painting naked like grandparents. Like, she's got the animals down. Oh, yes, yes, But now it. she has to take over the rest of the painting world, so now the, she, she gets on the naked grandparents yes, train. Yes, it's a very lucrative live portrait painting porn industry that she's joining. Um, oh, man. That's, yeah, that's what that's what it is. Jerry Theatric. <laughs> 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 no, it's okay. But seriously, so she's been studying really hard at this. It's been a long process, but officially today, Sarah is a certified real estate agent. And Yay. that is what she's been studying for. It's a very hard test. Um, and so she it just happened today. And this is why she's been having to take time off of the show, because both for studying and for the testing and all everything that goes with it, it's kind of erratic. Uh, now she'll be ending up you know, getting back onto a normal schedule because part of all this is to help, uh, like Fun Employment Radio is included, so it will not be affected just like our other side jobs. And uh, so, yeah, so I'm I'm very proud of her. She has worked very hard at this. I've seen her working hard at this. And uh, this it's is a pretty very awesome. Thing to do. I feel like our little Sarah is growing up right before our eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? She has some professional certification. <laughs> she does. She has got that. I'm and- so proud. Yeah, she's uh, she's she's doing something really good for herself. So congratulations, Sarah. I know Absolutely. we flick you tons of shit, but congratulations. This this is actually like hard work. Yeah, finishing finishing some shit up. Yep, getting out there and actually doing something that will bring you some some solid adult income. Not that you you know what I mean. Like it's not to knock what you've been doing, but it's to say that this is one of those things when people say, "Oh, are you actually going out to make make a career for yourself?" This is what they mean, and you did the work, and you got the certification. Congratulations. Yeah. She's uh, very, very proud of her. She'll be talking about that more on Monday. I'll leave that for her. She won't, I don't know why even her do all that. Do. She ain't listening to this. <laughs> She's yeah, never going to hear this. But then we have proof if somebody tries to Well, try to say, say that I didn't congratulate yeah, her, then yeah, I'm like, nah, nah, roll the tape. Try to say we said something different. So, so uh, that's, that's what's going on. She's on her way up to Tacoma right now to meet uh, some of her New coworkers, essentially, um, for some for some orientation. Stuff. <laughs> so you get to walk in the meeting and be like, you go around the room, introduce yourself. Sarah, just be like, I don't need to introduce myself. Born here. <laughs> she could definitely try that. Oh, Although Tacoma is a different kind of animal. Have you ever spent any time in Tacoma? Not not time time. Like I've gone through yeah. Tacoma on the way to places, but no. Tacoma has improved a lot. But for anybody who doesn't know, Tacoma's just south of, south of Seattle, so we never hear like SeaTac. So, it's a is it its own city or is it a sub? Yeah, is it like a sub? It would be suburb like, of Seattle. Uh, it's its own city. Okay, it'd be like the Vancouver to Seattle, probably. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, only both are way bigger than Portland and Vancouver. Gotcha. And, okay. 
uh, they're more a little more spread out. They're not like right next to each other. There's like a I don't know, half hour, 40 minutes in between. Oh, no, the two. that makes sense because I've, like, I've only yeah. spent time in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So I haven't ventured much around that area. So that makes sense. Yeah, me. it's real spread out. And it used to be, used to be kind of a shithole, but it's, it's not oh, okay. anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah, now I guess it's all improved up. So it's pretty cool now. Um, so that's they, where it's gentrified it, as it were. Yeah, uh, I think it's just a. Uh, a bunch of the industrial spillage that would go into the Ew, sound right oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess cleaning up all that stuff. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of so it. So it's still not safe for another 500 years. I but it looks know. better. Yeah, but it looks nice. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Way to go, Tacoma. So, uh, so yeah, she's up there for that. But, um, but yeah, so that's what's going on. So I want to get that out there. But today, we still want to do a show, and that's why it's awesome that Keelan was able to come in here. Hell yeah, man. Co-host. So, Keelan, you have a ton of stuff. Going on, and yeah. I think we need to reference back to what we talked about at the beginning with you being some kind of Kickstarter all star, right? Yeah, now. man. Yeah. Uh, so, what is this? What is this project that has turned you into a Kickstarter all star? Okay. Well, for anybody who has not been following me on the socials, uh, I've been just lambasting my followers <laughs> with posts about this. But uh, I uh, just uh, a couple days ago uh, on the sixteenth launched a Kickstarter uh, for a children's book. Uh, titled Ion the Young Shuttle. Ion the Young Shuttle. Yes. So basically it's just the story of uh, a little space shuttle that kind of gets to go around the universe learning and exploring and and having fun, as the uh, Kickstarter says. Um, And so it's just something that, like, everyone within this circle kind of knows me for the Star Pilot stuff and all of the, you know, the my love of, like, Farscape and everything. Yep. Like, and, you know, you see me, you know, we post selfies from Star Wars releases and, like, so everybody oh, yeah. knows that, like, I love sci-fi. Like, it's, sci-fi has always been there in my life. It's always just been a matter of, like, what form it takes. Right. And one of the things that, like, I've always had in the back of my mind that I wanted to do was, like, you know, it'd be really cool to make a children's book. Like, I dig kids getting excited about stuff like and and it and it it's kind of highlighted now because my daughter's about to have her first birthday this weekend so like it kind of made it a little more visible yeah but i've been working on this for a year or actually more than that it's been about two or three years i feel like i remember you talking about this it was longer than that yeah so i've been like passing around like light drafts of like the early work like hey i'm thinking of making this what do you think and some of our friends have been like oh it's cool blah 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 and i've gotten feedback Uh so I finally got to the point where I was like, okay, you know what? I've been doing this. Now my kid's here. Like, I want to make this thing now. Yeah. So it was like I just kind of had to go out and, like, figure out how to do that. And so really I, I, I through, the, you know, the luck of the, the, the internets and, and, and social media, you, you know how you're on Twitter and, and somebody will respond to something or click a post or whatever or like something, and you're like, oh, I wonder who this person is, and you just kind of click their profile just out of curiosity. Yeah. And I happened to do that with one person, and I don't even remember what the post was about, but I remember seeing their profile, and it said Illustrator. So I was like, huh, I'm not ac- – because like at the time I wasn't like actively shopping for an Illustrator, but I was like, let me just look and see what this person does just out yeah. of curiosity. So you go down the rabbit hole, you click on their profile, then you click on their website, and then you go look at their stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God. And, like, when I looked at this person's art, um, uh, it was in a style that matched what I imagined the children's book I had been working on for years would look like. So it's just a random person. And it just happened to be random at the time. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out on the limb here. And contact this person. So from their website, I found their email, 
and I and you know how it is. The internet, especially Twitter, is an, is full of enough creepy dudes. Oh yeah, sliding into people's DMs, saying shit they shouldn't hey, be saying. What's up? I like right, you know what I'm saying. Stuff. And like the last thing you want to do is be that dude. Yeah. Even if you're have good intentions, you say the wrong thing, it comes across the wrong way, and you have to be very careful how you approach that. So uh, this artist's name was Heather Lunny. I sent her um, an email and was like, "Look, this is going to seem totally out of the blue, and it is, but I have this idea." I want. I need someone to draw it because, like, I can do sketches, but I'm like, but I can't. I can't draw this book. Right. I was like, so I would love if you're willing to like take a look at the story, hear my idea. I'm willing to pay you. Like, yeah, I'll pay you to do like a couple sample pages. And I was like, and if I can get the sample pages, I'll have enough content to build a Kickstarter. And if that gets funded, you get your page rate. I pay you what you need. Yeah. And we make this book happen. And she got back to me and was like. Whoa, that's how, that is out of the blue. But she was like, "But I, you know, I'd be happy to take a look at it." So you know, we did the kind of whole uh, behind the scenes business thing. Uh-huh. Look, I gotta send you an NDA. Can you just please, yeah, sign it and tell? Just tell me you won't be like splattering this shit so someone steals my book, right? And she was like, "Yep." And she sent me her terms of if you hire me, this is what I do. And so I sent her the book. She read it. She goes, "I love this. This is adorable." So what what was it you sent like in this process? Like I'm curious about the behind the scenes thing. So so what I sent her was I I worked up a sketch for the initial the main character Ion the uh-huh. shuttle. So I had done a sketch of Ion as and attached that to the first book that so was, I wrote. Do you just send her the text of it? I just sent her the text of the book because the book <clears throat> is written kind of like in prose. Okay. So it's like, it reads like poetry. So she just, she gets a sketch uh, that you've drawn of what you kind of generally want right. Ion to look like. Right. And then you just send like a page of text. I sent her the whole book, in uh, text written out PDF okay. of the, the whole first book. Uh, behind the scenes here for anyone who's interested in back in the Kickstarter. I've actually written three books. Um there's the there's the book that I'm kickstarting, and then there's a second book which is a two parter. So it's like there's three technically three books I've written for this story. But right now it was like you know start start, start small, one. yeah, and then see if it gets enough support to warrant trying to continue. Yeah. Um. So I sent her the first book, sent her the sketch, and said, take a look at this, see if what I wrote makes sense. And she was like, yeah, I would love to do this. And so. You know, as you do in the business world, you know, well, here, let me throw you the cash. Let's collaborate on what this needs to look like, what it's going to contain, what the colors will be and all this stuff. And then she works up sample pages. Once I got that back, I was like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, yeah, it it was just kind of this kind of happenstance meeting where I happened to see her profile on Twitter. And she turned out to be the perfect artist and she communicates very well. We have a great working relationship and so i was like all right now i think i can make this happen so that's kind of where the kickstarter was was born wow so so then you take all that and then like just on that kickstarter side of things so you you figure out what your what your price is going to be what it's going to take right cost wise to get all this made and how many are you shooting to get made um well the price point should because here's what you have to do. You have to make enough books to cover the Kickstarter. So if it gets beyond X point, yeah. it's going to cost X amount to make X number of books. Gotcha. But the 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 thing that really takes the most work in Kickstarter is um, 
figuring out what additional rewards you will offer and how yeah. much those will cost. So the thing is, is that, yeah, everyone's, everyone may be excited about the book and the book may have its cost. But, you know, the biggest thing with Kickstarters and part of the big reason why they fail is that a lot of uh, Kickstarter, a lot of people that start Kickstarters, if you read their, their story, it's all about what they want. Right. I want this. I've had a dream of this. I've always hoped to blah, blah, blah. And so they treat it like free money. Like they just, with all these people who help me make, make, make my dream come true, what I want. <clears throat> and my Kickstarters and, and people who have backed my previous music Kickstarters will tell you this. I never approach my Kickstarters that way. When people look at my Kickstarters, it's about what do you get? Yeah. If you back this, what do you get out of it? Right. Here's and so my what you're going to get for your money. That you exactly. And so my point is build up all the things that I think will make <laughs> this exciting and worthwhile for people to contribute to so that they get the most bang for whatever they're contributing. Because that way they're not walking away empty handed or with one thing. You know what I mean? Like if I was going to make the book, then I could just pay to make the book and you could go to the store and buy the book. Why would I not give you other cool things? Right. So that's kind of what I did is that, you know, I put all that together. My base cost is, is about anywhere from 250 to 500 copies of the book because I think 250 is the lowest cutoff you can order. And then, okay, but in order for me to make enough incentives for people to feel like they're getting something – what do all these other things cost? Right. So, so you have that, to price all of that so out. So you too. have to price all of that out, figure out what <laughs> you're going to have to ship, what you're going to have to package, what's the best way to do all of that in, in you know, the most economical fashion while also not making it look like you just threw a bunch of shit in an envelope and like, like yeah. kicked it down the street. Like right. you, you really want to make it look presentable. So yeah. Yeah, I did all that, and that's where I got my base. So if you look at the Kickstarter, uh, any, and as we're going along, anyone that wants to look at it, it's at ionthesuttle.com, uh, I-O-N theshuttle.com. It'll take you straight to the Kickstarter. Uh, and the Kickstarter's at uh, 8500 uh, So that's what it will take for me to print the books, pay the artist, package everything, provide the additional goal, you know, goals and things, and then get those out to everybody, just the base level. Yeah. So and then we you know we got stretch goals and stuff if we if it gets popular enough and we make it over. But you know, all that put together, I felt like I had a pretty solid Kickstarter that was interesting enough. Yeah. And then I wake up yesterday to the email <laughs> that Kickstarter made it a project they love, which I'm blown out of the water. I don't even know what to do with that. I'm like, Yeah. I could, you know, you want to brag and be like, hey everybody, I'm a project that Kickstarter loves. Right. But it's like it's just cool. Because yeah. you already get the support from people who love what you're doing. And then the platform also supports you and says, like, hey, yeah, this we're going to bump great. this up a little bit. Right, right. So, you no, know, that was a really great surprise to wake up to yesterday. That is really cool. Yeah. Um, so the concept of, of, a, of a space shuttle, like what kinds of things did the – I mean, I, obviously we don't want to have any spoilers. But how did you come up with the idea that you wanted it to be a young space shuttle? I felt like I wanted to do something, and and I, this is mentioned in the Kickstarter. Like, at, you know, now that I now that my kids here, and now that like, you know, I can look at what the implications are. Like, I want my little girl to feel like she can have an interest in uh, STEM. Yeah. You know, so uh, and and that's and for people who don't know, it's everyone knows, I think knows what STEM is. Uh, is it science? 
uh, fucking engineering and mathematics, and I forget what the T is. Uh, the T is. Uh, oh my gosh! Now I'm now I'm panicking. Ah, I forgot it. <laughs> I had a little girl. You know what? Technology. Yeah, technology. Yeah, I had it on top <laughs> of my head. I think I would yeah. know that. I thought that was too easy. I'm like, wait, no, no, it can't be technology. I'm overthinking, overthinking. Yeah, science, yeah, yeah, yeah. technology, so engineering, and mathematics. That thing is like, I want my little girl to feel like that's a, a thing she can aspire to. Good. And a children's book, I think, goes a long way towards that because when you when you remember reading something as a kid, like you attach that to the things you love. You you uh, those memories yeah. go with you. So when you get into school, you remember you love things about space. You love things. You know what I mean. And mm-hmm. so even though it was just a children's book about a little shuttle, it kept you interested in things that had to do with outer space. And then you can take that when you get into school and start looking at careers and where kids focus. Yeah. So when I wrote it at the beginning, my thing was trying to come up with a character for a kids book is not easy. Um, and that's not to brag. That's to say it's like, look, you can only do so many anthropomorphized bears and like right. you know little bunnies and like you can only do so many of those things before it's like, oh, you're copying such and such, huh? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like you yeah. can't keep doing that and remain fresh. And I wasn't seeing a lot of things a around like outer space and things like that. And I wanted it specifically not to be a human character so we didn't have to go through this Deal kind with all of that stuff. Well, cuz you end up having to go through the whole okay, well, a it becomes really boring because we continue to tell stories through the lens of human beings. And second, you you also run into this thing is that, you know, then that that human being ends up having a look. It's either a boy or it's either a girl or it's, you know, it's white or it's black or it's Hispanic or Asian. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. you end up you attaching. put a label already on it. There's already yeah. a label on it. And you already end up attaching all of these things, characteristics. And so I wanted to bypass that so that it was open for kids of all backgrounds. Right. And while, yes, and I know we're in the middle of, like, gender discussions in this country right now. Yes, the character is referred to as he in this book, but... That's not intended to be exclusionary. Yeah. It's just I, I settled on right. what would I make this shuttle? I just said, you know, the first thing that came to mind was he. It could have very well been she. It just didn't That's happen to be the first thing yeah. that I, I thought of. Yeah. So it, I wanted to remove the bulk, let's say, of all the labels and things that you could throw onto a character first. Yeah. And let's just go tell stories that you can have fun with. And that way you don't have to, like, also then explain all these other things and get kids. You know, there are books that get kids to think about those things. But sure. I wanted this to but be— that wasn't what your book was. Right. I wanted this to be about space and exploration and fun and just enjoying that whole process. And so this first book is mostly uh, introducing Ion and telling you about where he comes from, what he does all day. What... So it's more of kind of like, this is a character, this is his life. Yeah. And so it's less about— Oh, he got he got stuck in a foxhole. Now we got to get him out. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, I wanted to save that for like later stories, which is why there's a, a a book two and a three. Yeah, that are already planned on. Yeah, so I they, they, the planning is there, but I really just wanted to see if I could get enough support to make uh, book one happen, and it's sort of self-contained, which is why I didn't go into too heavy of like storytelling because. If it doesn't get a supporter, if it doesn't go anywhere after this, yeah. then I got this book that sounds like there's like a part two, and you're like, "What is that ever going to happen?" That you know, and I don't want to leave. Like, what's yeah. the point of doing this and maybe getting a one off that leaves somebody on a cliffhanger? It's like it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Uh, well, how long does it have to go? 
Uh, it is 30 days, so we're a couple days in, so I think it's down to 28 20, days. 27 days to go. Is that say 27 now? Yeah, yeah. The timer was still at 28 this morning, so... Uh, yeah, if you do eye on the shuttle right now, it should say 27 days. And we just hit the 10% mark uh, yesterday. What does that mean? Which So of the 8,500, we got the first 10% on day one. Okay. Which it's one of those things that's just a, it's a nice marker that, hey, we're already 10% of the way there. The first yeah. few hours this thing has been live. That's a good sign. Right. Because if you were to think about it, and this is highly unlikely, but if it's like think about it. If you were if you were able to get ten percent per day, I'd be funded yeah. in less than two weeks. Right. You know what I mean? Like and I'd be like, I wouldn't even need the rest of the month to get money. Yeah. I'm like, this thing's already a success. Yeah. So if I'm like, hey, if I'm ten percent on day one, I feel really good about that. And so it it was just a nice marker. Um and I and personally for my own sanity, I can't keep looking at the Kickstarter and click and refresh to see if someone else is putting it on. I have a hard time not doing that. Like that's any time that we have an event, which I'll be talking about something here in very shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, you always like look like okay, is people, has everybody bought tickets yet? Who's not buying tickets? It's are they waiting for your own sanity? Yeah. Are they waiting the last minute? Why are they like can't yeah. do it, man? It like, especially insane. on a Kickstarter, it's for your own sanity. You have to not do that. And yeah. so I just have like one bar and. Either side of that bar, I tend to allow myself to have a little bit of a freak out, but like rein myself in. And yeah. it's like if if by 15 days, which is typically, you know, you can do a Kickstarter for longer than 30 days, but 30 days is average for most campaigns, and it's found to be one of the most successful time frames. Yeah. So after 15 days, if I'm at 50%, then I feel like I have a good chance to make it. So if nice. I'm halfway through my campaign and I'm halfway funded, I feel pretty good. Yeah. If I'm halfway through my campaign and I'm at 19%, Ain't looking too hot. Yeah. So that's not even just my campaign. It's just that's when in you, general. In campaigns. general, if you look at another campaign and they're over fifty percent by halfway point, most of those campaigns make it. Wow. So the only ones that don't make it are ones that you know they have a stroke of bad luck and they yeah. fall like a hundred dollars short. At, you know what I mean? The last yeah. day. But most of those they end up making it and it ends up working out. So as it stands, I'm less than two hundred. Um, I'm less than 200 bucks away from 20% funded. Nice. On day two. And I can't, it's hard to express how, how appreciative I am of people taking a look at this and being willing to, to throw down money to see a book from a guy who is basically just written like space rap songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? My my past two Kickstarters have been right. sci-fi albums yeah. and while people know that I can write lyrics per se, which is the format I chose for this book, you know, making a children's book that's entertaining they like just that's need not to entertain easy. their kids. Man, you know, and I think that's the part about children's book that I think can be misleading is that they look really simplistic. Because they're for a younger audience that yeah. maybe doesn't have the vocabulary or doesn't have the attention span to read long paragraphs of, of words, but or the ability, not let alone the, the attention span. It's hard to do something that simple. Yeah. You know, and I read other children's books and I'm like, man, there's some people out here, man, that are really, really good at this. <laughs> and so, you know, while although I have enough love for the project to to do my best. I still recognize that look, I you know, I'm not the top of this field. And so any any 
assistance I get from people who 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 see this and feel compelled to to contribute like i appreciate the hell out of those people yeah you know like this the fun employment listener base rick emerson's listener base uh even on down on down i don't mean that in terms of actual direction i mean in terms of down the list even on down to like the geek in the city listeners all of these people have supported me over all these years for the things that i've been doing creatively like i owe all of this to them like they I I wouldn't have this if it wasn't for all of these listeners yeah. who actually give a shit. They're awesome. You know, so like I really appreciate the fact that like people are 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 contributing and I just hope that it continues to, you know, to roll like this cuz you don't want to you don't want to be the Kickstarter that gets the seal of approval and then fails. Oh yeah! I don't want to get the project That's a we lot love. Of pressure, on man! You. I don't want the project we love badge and then come up <laughs> short. Then I gotta go home and tell my parents. Yep. Sorry. That's humiliating. That oh my god! No, so it's great. So you're trying to shame people now into? Hey man, if you don't give to this book project, let me tell you. Let me tell you about yourself. Nah, <laughs> you do not support kids. Yeah, yeah, STEM yeah. education. What do you, you think? You want a little doing? girl not to learn yeah, mathematics? How, how you gonna look at a, a creator of color and decide? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna give this this man <laughs> my heart. Oh man, I'm going. I'm going all the way. <laughs> nah, at the end of the day, I appreciate everybody who gives the thing a look. And honestly, um, I know a lot of you. Don't have kids. Don't even like kids. <laughs> this, my thing is this. If you know people who have kids or, 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 or teach or whatever, like we've got, we've got um, support levels like as low as like two bucks. Yeah. So even if you don't want a book but you want to maybe support or, you know what, money tight right now because, you know, the tax man was entirely too cruel this year. Yeah, tax man got me. Throw a brother $2. I appreciate that just as much. And, you know, we've got packages from $2 all the way up to 120 So, you know, even if you don't have kids or you you have a bunch of people you know who do and yeah. you want to gift them, there's a gift pack at the end. You can throw $120, gives you a five-book package that you can donate to a school or a library. Or if you got five friends who can't stop humping it out. <laughs> I'm kidding, but still, like you know what I mean. Like if you, right? You know, five kids. You want to gift it out? Yeah, go ahead and uh, and throw it in. That's there. a smart move, actually. Hey, man, I got yeah, I got lots of fun stuff. I can't run down the whole list because it's like that's right. just it just take forever. But you know, we have stuff like bookmarks, uh, sticker sheets. Uh, I'll be doing an audiobook version. Nice. Uh, so I'll be uh, narrating that wait, myself. Wait, I want to hear your shuttle voice. I have, you know what? I haven't worked have it you out worked yet. On it? I haven't worked it out yet because I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence because I don't know if I've, I've written only I think one or two lines in that book where the shuttle actually says something and it's really short, like thanks or whatever. Thank you. Right there so, we go. See, I think that should uh, that should be the voice. I, it, or do you want to go it, for like a robotic voice? It might be guesting Greg Nibbler as the voice of Johnny Five as <laughs> is uh, Greg Nibbler is Johnny Five is I am the young shuttle. So more input. <laughs> so we might do that. I haven't figured it out yet, so I, I I'm still in that. How do I want to do this? Right? How do you want I, that to sound? Because I got to work on my Morgan Freeman, so I can uh, do the book properly. And if I get my oh, Morgan for the narration Freeman, for yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. So and the shuttle, and the went. shuttle did not go back to the spaceport. <laughs> so I'm working on that. So we'll figure it out. Say what to nail or my Samuel L. Jackson and the shuttle said, "Hell no." 
Okay, that was a good Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's was, better. That's better than your Morgan Freeman. I gotta say. No, that's okay. Uh, I've always, I've also tried to figure out if I want to do like a Jesse Jackson reading, like um, the shuttle will uh, go back to the, the, the spaceport and um, keep hope alive. <laughs> I don't know if that would work out so well for you. <laughs> so I don't know if anybody wants a Jesse Jackson audiobook. Really? I feel like you know what will bring equality to the bulk of the universe. It's not about the words; it's about the delivery. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. I'm working on that, um, so we'll figure that out. You you find out which character you'll get in this book when I figure out the voice of <laughs> it. Should you. be different versions of you just doing impressions. Oh yeah, no, it'd be great. A special I, I actually, version, like make you do the impression. Oh, who would it make you do? Somebody like I'm coming for you, Balboa. <laughs> yeah, Mr. T version. <clears throat> oh, I would pay extra for a Mr. T version. Mr. I want T a Samuel version. Jackson version, and then like a Pee Wee Herman version. Don't go into that asteroid belt, sucker. <laughs> Yo, okay. I pity the shuttle that don't follow Yo, the rules. You see what I'm saying? So I got it down. Yeah. So yeah, no. So we've got audio books. We've got printed books. We've, we're going to have e-books. Uh, you can contribute just to get your name on the on printed in the book if you want. Um, we got a bedtime story package where you get an Ion bedtime uh, story pillowcase. Nice. So you can throw that on your favorite pillow and cozy right up with the book. Yeah, man. <laughs> I got it all. So yeah, give it a look. You know, this I'm really proud of this because it's yeah, it's a lot of hard work. That's why I'm I'm I think it's it's really yeah, it's really to fun to put together. Um, and honestly, you know, I'm talking a lot about what I thought about putting into this book, but uh, please don't misunderstand. Uh, the artist Heather Lunny has done a magnificent job of breathing life into this character and making it look like something that kids will want to read about. Um, I can have all the pictures in my head, but the artist has to actually take that and makes, make it look interesting. Right. And I feel like she's done that. So you can actually see uh, the sample pages when you go to look at the Kickstarter and she has done magnificent work. Um, So I can't really, I can't take all the credit. Like this is a partnership and she's done a, a huge part of making this look really great, and I owe her a lot because uh, she's done fantastic work. Well, it's ionshuttle dot com. Yes, and that'll take you straight to the Kickstarter. Um, someone asked uh, in the chat, uh, "How long will it take to make the books?" Uh, once, it, if we're funded, uh, it, it looks like we're going to be about six months out, um, just because we've got. The cover and a couple of the sample pages done, but there's still another 17, 18 pages that need to be done, and they haven't been started because I got to be able to pay the artist, and I'm not going to ask her to do work if, if she's not being paid. Fair. So, yeah, so we're looking at about six months out. Um, stretch goals could could make certain things take a little longer, but that's something that, you know, as is on Kickstarters, you give updates, you let everybody know who contributed, what the timelines are looking like, what's right. happening, what's going on. So, yeah, I, I, I'm guessing October. It could be some, some October, November, because I'm also getting married in October. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I, I want to say October, but I also know that my fiancé is going to be giving me that look like, oh, so you really going to spend all the October <laughs> mailing books out? So it could be October, it could be November, but we're, you know, we're looking at about six months out from being funded. Your kid will almost be old enough. Put her to work on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey. First job. Yeah. Hey, you want to be in the next book, little one? You just got a free year and a half You here. know what I'm saying? How you think your school getting paid for? Yeah. Get in here. Yeah. 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 You like diapers? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, check that out. But I think... 
I know we're starting to run a lot of time. Before you go, though, absolutely, I think it's only appropriate. Oh no, we talk a little bit about ball talk because oh, I, do this I have some things to talk about. I, you know what? I All tried right. to bribe this man with a whopper today. Uh, you did, dude. <laughs> Thank I, you I did everything I could to avoid this, and I. Oh god. I'm Greg Nebler. Let's talk balls. balls. Uh, yeah, I forgot the theme music, but. Here's the thing. The NBA playoffs are upon us. And if you know about the show Rip City Bad Boys, you know Keelan here loves the NBA. So the Bad Boys representing the Detroit Pistons, the Rip City representing the Portland Trailblazers. Is that a – is that a – I mean, loves the NBA. I mean, I did actually tweet, fuck you, NBA. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Literally. I think if uh, those two games maybe had gone a different way, that might have changed your Nah, you know what? I don't know, man. I I find – and T and I have talked about this on the show – uh, just because I try, look, I'm a fan, but I try to be reasonable. I try to be reasonable. I am a fan of my team, but I try not to be an asshole who just doesn't want to see reason about things. And the big, the big thing that we've been bitching about is making this win in this playoff se- series or season, not just our series. The officiating this NBA season has been god awful. It's been yeah. bad. So, yes, I have been very salty about the NBA this playoff season because Andre Drummond got tossed out of a game for pushing somebody. Well, let's talk about this. What, what's happening right now. Mm, I don't want to talk about what's <laughs> happening right now. What's happening right now. Um, I've been trying to re-steer this conversation. He just The Detroit Pistons taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes. Milwaukee Bucks featuring uh, the Greek Freak. And everyone else. Yep. <laughs> they got a roster of like 12 guys who can ball. Yeah, they got a pretty damn good roster. It's That's deep as great. shit. Yeah. yeah. Giannis uh, and Tentacupo, though. It's Giannis. Giannis, yeah. Get it right. Oh, he says it in the commercial. I know you've seen the commercial. Giannis and um, <laughs> Whatever. Greek freak. Freak. There we go. Uh, he, no, he's amazing. Um, yeah, they, uh, they're up. What, what's, the, what's the score on that? So it's the first. They are up two games to two zero. Two games to zero. Going back to Detroit. Bucks beating Detroit. Yeah. When's the next game on that one? I don't care. Okay. I won't be watching. However, the Portland Trailblazers, <laughs> who everybody picked was going to be the upset, in that they were going to get upset, number three seed versus the. Who's everybody? Because I haven't heard anybody six. pick. Who picked this? There was a lot of people before the series started. I mean. Because I keep hearing this. Yusuf, I feel like Blazer fans just want to have this a chip on their shoulder. But, like, I haven't well, heard even, anybody say this. Even the Vegas odds were that the Thunder were going to win the first game in Portland. Well, but well, Vegas loves what Russell Westbrook, though. They do. And in all fairness, But Portland, didn't Barkley pick you guys to go to the finals? Yeah, he did that last year, though, too. <laughs> yeah, he got to stop doing that. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. He got to stop doing it. Well, Barkley's uh, wrong no, as shit. I think Barkley like, picked – he may have said finals, but, I mean, let's be honest. Western Conference finals would be the – the top end there. You're not going to beat the Warriors. I don't Unless think Unless there's so. a bunch of in- injuries. I mean, even with, well, they Especially got a new injury. Well, yeah, they I got know. a new injury, so I don't even know but if they they're. Don't even need, they don't even need Cousins. They really didn't need them. I mean, we you didn't win it without them. That's just like, a, oh, neat, bonus. You have DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, that's a bonus. But, yeah, yeah I think he's done for the season now. Yeah. But the Blazers have won two in a row. They did. Um, man, yeah. it's not not hate more than a happy Blazers fan, <laughs> man. Because they don't, they don't just. What do you mean? Nah, you don't get to be you know happy that often. You know what? Right, and so you guys don't know how to act when shit go y'all way. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, I love my friends are Blazer fans, and I like look, I, 
I love hanging out with them. But when the Blazers win, y'all become insufferable because y'all don't know how to just be winners and just be like, all right, cool, we won. It's like, oh, shit, we taking over the NBA. See, everybody said we couldn't win shit. Now we winning <laughs> shit. What you going to do now? Blazers, baby, who winning? Who's the bitch now? Like, just the whole thing. Nah, I've never said who's the bitch now. No, nah, I'm just saying, no, that was a callback to um <laughs> the, the, you ever see the new guy? No. Oh, um, uh, what's her name? Zoe Deschanel's in it. Oh, and, and yeah, like yeah. With, uh, New Girl? Yeah, the mo- the uh, the movie, though. Oh. Uh, it's called The New Guy. Oh, okay. And it's got, like, Eddie Griffin and Kumo D in it. Okay. And they're two, like, cops. Who, like, And Eddie Griffin's character keeps getting thrown in jail, so every time somebody gets beat up, they're like, who's the bitch now? Uh, like, it's okay. pretty funny because it's stupid, and, like, I'm the only person that will remember that shit. Uh, Mr. Diggy just said in the uh, Fun Employment Radio live chat for members of the Supporters Club, to be fair, we don't get to practice being graceful winners all that often. This is true, man. I mean, it's been 10 straight losses in the playoffs, two sweeps in a row the past two years. So now it's like, all right. I can dig it. All right. Look, I I get it because, like, I know what winning is like. So I also, oh, I'm just saying, oh, I had to. Oh, look at that. No, 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 I'm look just saying. I'm just, no, this. I mean, this, you've been there Nah, nah, it's just, it's for educational purposes. <laughs> I'm just saying, when you win and you know how what win is like, you're like, all right, you know what? I should probably chill right now because this shit could turn around in a heartbeat. Oh, shit. But. That is such a. Blazer fans, they tend to go a little overboard when they win. Like, you don't win a series two games to none. You win four games to no, none. No, and I agree. So Blazer fans need to chill right the I fuck agree. out. If they win tomorrow, though. If they win tomorrow, like, it's a wrap. All right. Because OKC's shit ain't together, but I'm surprised it ain't. As, I'm not surprised that Portland is winning because they are the three seed. First, yeah. second, I am surprised that Paul. But that George, was with Nurkic is really what. That yeah, but they kept part. winning when he went out. They did. So yeah. if y'all didn't start losing the minute he went out, I gotta believe yeah. that the rest of that team can play well enough so to get y'all victory. Cantor stays in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so to me, I'm not surprised. If everybody else surprised, y'all idiots. Because like you can see it. So you got the three and the six seed. There's no surprise there in Portland going up. What surprises me is how bad Paul George has played. Paul George. Because he's been giving the rest of the league the business all season. Well, I guess he's got some shoulder injury. Is that what it is? Yeah. Because he he got injured uh, fairly recently, I want to say. I don't know exactly when, but, yeah, his shoulder's, like, all fucked up. Yeah, no, no. You know what? I'm not surprised. If Portland wins game three – it might as well be a sweep because there's no way OKC's come back at all. Because it's going to be a sweep. I think Westbrook's going to score like 50 points. And I'd be surprised if they didn't foul every Blazer out by halftime in that game. I I, yeah. I fully expect the NBA to just go on a whistle spree at every Blazer except maybe Dame because he's yeah. exciting enough for the NBA to keep on the right. floor. Cause, yeah, because they want to keep him out there. Everybody else, out. Yeah. F- three fouls in the first three minutes of the game, the whole squad. Yeah, I could see that. And, it, and if that happens... OKC will win game three, and it'll be a more exciting series. Because you, you've seen the NBA do this before. A team's getting their ass kicked, and all of a sudden you go home, and everybody on the opposing team fouls right. out in game three. Yeah. So it's like, look, I, if, if Portland can pull out game three, y'all, got, y'all gonna go to the next round super easy. Because I don't even think OKC can recover if they go down 3-0. Nah, Not even up. to win two games. I don't think they'll, even if they win one more game after that, they're going down 4-1. Yeah. So, no, I... Look, I ain't, there's no surprises on my end. Like y'all, y'all motherfuckers been winning. I can't say shit. Yeah. Uh, who do you think is going to win the NBA championship? It's, it's the, I know we got to wrap it up. It's the fans, right. not the band. Like y'all, y'all motherfuckers is obnoxious as shit. <laughs> who, who do you think is going to win? You make your prediction. Uh, the title or the title? Ooh. 
I really need to see if Philadelphia gets on a roll because my guess, if they don't get punked by Brooklyn, is that's going to be Philadelphia and uh, Golden State in the finals. Think they're going to go that far? They can. I think they're one of the only teams that can beat Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, and I don't. There's something about Milwaukee that makes me feel like they're going to shit the bed before they get to the finals. They haven't been there before. Right. So I think, and no, neither, no, have, no, neither has Philadelphia, Philly, yeah. but I feel like Philadelphia plays a slightly more up-tempo style. And Greek Freak can go at any speed, but the rest of that team cannot. Yeah. So the thing is, is I'm, I, I think Philly's going to make it out of the East and play Golden State, and I got to give the nod to Golden State, but mark my words, if Milwaukee or Philadelphia happen to get to the finals, I would not blow a gasket if one of them managed to pull it out. Yeah. To not take them down. Well, and and I think people have been so tired of Golden State winning. Yeah. Which, to me, is hilarious because no one gave a shit when Michael Jordan was winning six rings. They were like, oh, it's greatness. You got to watch greatness. But Golden State's winning. Everybody's like, we're sick of it. So I don't know. It's a different time, though. It's, clearly. Because like, instead of hearing, you got to watch greatness, someone, oh, the fans are tired, are sick and tired of Golden I State. I didn't want to watch Chicago wins. Well, I didn't either. But like the thing is, is that but everybody just didn't seem to give a shit. But now everybody cares. So I would not be surprised if they don't get the same favorable kind of home court whistles in the finals. Yeah. That you would expect. And I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee or Philly got one of those championships so that they can kind of break it up and have a new king on the block and all the new young stars. There's enough of that there, and the NBA yeah. loves Giannis. So if he were to get a championship, nobody's going to fucking bat an eye. No, he's pretty awesome. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm I, going to have to go with Golden State unless they fall apart after Cousins. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if Milwaukee or Philadelphia got it. Well, there we go. That is Keelan's prediction. Yeah, man. Uh, I know we need to wrap it up because I have to get back down and do another show. But Keelan, thanks for coming in here. Man, let me tell you something. You motherfuckers are awesome. Thank you for letting me come in and ramble on like I do. You guys are amazing, and thank you. And, yes, I had a great time today. Seriously, Special thank you. Ever. Everybody who's listening to this show, really appreciate it. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. I did promise I was going to give away a pair of tickets to the Spliff Festival, which is this weekend, courtesy of the Portland Mercury, which huge thank you to the Portland Mercury uh, for that. So, uh, I will pick one of the winners. When the, it had to be somebody who had uh, who wrote in what Sarah was up to. So I'm going to pick one of the winners. I will write you and let you know if you want. You or see not. why? You see how he stammering? Because no. really, honestly, I got your tickets. <laughs> I'm going. I'm gonna have a good time. <laughs> gonna go to split. Festival? Yeah, man. I'm just got the like. I don't even smoke weed like that. I love how it was when you had the guest on about that festival. She's uh-huh. like, I don't even really get high that much. Yeah, I know, like, neither do we. Like, so we're like, well. Yeah, but still, I can appreciate the movies. No, no, it's dope. Um, I mean, that doesn't mean I don't like Half-Baked. Half-Baked is fucking hilarious. Uh, So uh, I will contact the person on those. And uh, Sarah will be, I believe, back on Monday. So we'll be back to our regular shows. No show tomorrow Ah. um, because it's still kind of screwed up on that end. But then we'll get back into the regular rhythm of things and and back to our normal shows. And thank you, everybody, for your patience. Huge thank you, Black's Best Services, Next Adventure. Uh, Everybody who goes to our website, clicks on the Amazon link. That's all awesome stuff. And uh, thanks, everyone. We will be back tomorrow. Monday, Monday, Monday. With more fun at Monday Radio. Dot com. I on the shuttle. Dot com. Yeah. But. <laughs>